You're listening to the Heart-Centered Service Podcast. A podcast to help freelancers create the lifestyle of their dreams while doing work that brings them purpose. I'm your host, Francesca Mamlin. And I'm your other host, Krista Aoki. Each week, we'll release new episodes with tips and personal stories for online service-based entrepreneurs. We hope you enjoy. Welcome to episode 14 of Heart Centered Service. In this episode, we are talking about my favorite topic ever, money mindset. Um, yeah, this is this is like one of my favorite things to talk about because ever since I've been introduced to the concept of money mindset, which this was like six months after starting my business, so about a year and a half ago, and it has opened up my power, uh, my personal power and like what I can bring into my business in a way that I didn't even think was possible. It like shaped my reality, you know, effed my mind. It's amazing. Um, really excited to talk about it today. Um, but yeah, basically, like uh, for those of you who have never heard of money mindset, the whole concept of it is that um, you know the amount of money that we have it can drastically affect our quality of life, um, and we feel this so intensely as business owners, as people who are really um, responsible for our own our own income. Um, so it's so important for us to develop a healthy relationship with money. And unfortunately, most people have an incredibly unhealthy relationship with money this shows up in our reality too like I saw an Instagram thing today and it said like 46% of Americans wouldn't be prepared to pay like an unexpected bill over like $400 which is insane um so yeah like we walk around with all these limiting beliefs and habits and attitudes around money and the truth is we learn them from our parents or the people that raised us at an extremely young age um and if we want to unlock our best life um, and our best business, we have to break down those beliefs and update them to reflect the kind of person that we want to become. So it's about updating and um, like um, optimizing your relationship with money. So yeah, this is going to be fun. Totally recalibrating your relationship with money. Oh, I had to check if I was muted or not there. But yes, I'm so excited that we're talking about money mindset. Um, because the way that we think about and the way that we interact with money is a really personal topic. It's kind of as taboo as talking about religion or politics. And most people don't like being told how to handle their money. So if you're listening to this episode and you're still listening, um, high five, virtual high five, audio high five. Um, (laughs) That's great because you are um, opening your mind um, and listening to, I guess, different ways that people handle money and the different ways to think about money. Um, And so you are um, up-leveling your interaction with money. Um, So yeah, most people don't like being told how to handle their money, which is fine and this is okay, but I found that challenging my beliefs around money, even though I'm really proud of the way that I handle my finances, has helped me think critically in regards to the way that I handle my business and um, my business income and its expenses. And so the way that I handle my business income and expenses is always changing and always evolving. Whereas um, the way that I had spent money and looked at money before this was like very linear. I was a saver. Um, I went from saving every penny that my blog earned um, because spending money was like hurt and I wanted to save everything for a rainy day to seeing spending money as a strategic 
investment. And so Fran, I know you um, have a recommendation for money archetypes or you want to talk about money archetypes. So yeah, what are some money archetypes? Um, yeah, I, I don't, I'm not familiar with all of the archetypes that this one talks about, but there's this, um, she's a, like a business blogger and she, her, her website is lucky bitch. Um, and she has this quiz where I've taken a lot of like money archetype and entrepreneur archetype quizzes. Cause I just, for some reason, enjoy that stuff, but I took her money archetypes quiz and my, what I got the alchemist and it really, really resonated with me. Um, and so if you are someone who hasn't really done a lot, taken a lot of time to explore, like what is your unique relationship with money? Like, how do you interact with money? How do you feel about money? Like, like Krista said, this is a really taboo topic. So it's probably something that, um, you might not have a really clear answer for that. So like taking this quiz could be a really good first step. Um, and again, like, because it's so taboo, there's so much power in this topic. Whenever there is something that, like as a society, we refuse to talk about it, like religion or politics or like, um, you know, death or taxes, like all, like those topics, they're so taboo and there's a whole lot of power there um, because things like build up and we give a lot of our personal power to these things. And until we start to like venture into those areas, uh, it takes a lot of courage. But um, that's when we really start reclaiming big parts of ourselves and parts of our lives, um, which is why I'm so excited to be doing this episode today. Again, I'm saying I'm excited to do this episode today. Um, so yeah, take that money archetype quiz and see like what your type is. Um, and what we're going to do today is we're really going to dig into um, the way that thoughts can create our reality and the way that our beliefs about money um, that we learned at that very young age, like most of us have these beliefs like set in by the time we're like seven, um, how those are actually manifesting into your life. Um, so again, if you've never dug into your beliefs about money, chances are you've been walking around with the same attitudes, beliefs, and habits as your parents, and you've probably been holding them since you were like seven or even younger. Um, and you are now an adult, um, if you're listening to this and you understand our words, like you are an adult and you are a business owner. So it's time for an update because you have like big plans for your life and you have things that you want to do. Um, but unfortunately, society has taught us really disempowering things about money. Like you guys have probably all heard these things before. Money is the root of all evil. Money doesn't grow on trees. If someone has a lot of money, they're filthy rich. So like money is seen as dirty. Um, money turns good people into bad people. And all of those things don't have to be true. Because the, the truth, the real truth is that money is literally a unit of measurement. It doesn't have anything to do with your worth. It doesn't have anything to do with the kind of person you are. It's just a number. It's a tool. And it doesn't have any meaning and power unless you give it power. So we see our parents experiencing money in a certain way. And then we internalize that stuff either by um, mirroring, that, mirroring that behavior or rebelling against that behavior. So like um, an example would be if you like, grew up in a place, in a household where money was like really restricted, maybe you could have either grown up to adopt that behavior in your life, or you might rebel against that behavior by like um, overcorrecting and overspending money. Um, that's just like one example of how it can be. Everyone has such a unique path. Um, so yeah, the first thing that you want to do is address your limiting beliefs about money. Yes, and um, a lot of the things that you said really hit close to home because I have caught myself a lot basically 
most of my life um, with a lot of resentment towards people who have money or who inherit a trust fund or who were born into a wealthy family. But the truth is that resentment isn't really productive. Um, and that resentment doesn't like help anything or anyone, right? So um, I really love that you're emphasizing that, yeah, emphasizing that money is a unit of measurement. Um, and seeing this, like, um, seeing this really, it, I guess it just really resonates with me because um, it's not like a measurement of self-worth. And I think that's where like my resentment came from is I attached some of my self-worth to the amount of money that I made or to um, the amount of money that I had or didn't have. Um, but the truth is, it's like, well, money can be used as a tool. It can be used as a tool to um, invest in invest in things that help grow my business. It can be used as a tool for um, self-care and like fulfillment and enjoyment. And um, yeah, just like, it's really crazy. The subconscious limiting beliefs that we have about money because, um, well, for me, having resentment towards um towards uh the filthy rich right um is is not really um it's limiting it's exactly what it is it's limiting me from and it's limiting anyone else who feels the same way from um accomplishing all that they can and really um what did you say at the beginning of this episode? You said, um, and really opening up their own power, right? Um, so yeah, addressing these limiting beliefs can really help others open up their own power. Yeah, and when we look at this default belief that we're just fed by society, that money is the root of all evil and that money can turn you into a bad person, um, we have to remember that when we hold these beliefs, those beliefs actually create our reality. We'll get into the law of attraction in a minute. You guys know I'm really woo. So I, I love the law of attraction. But if our, our beliefs are creating our reality, um, like think about what kind of reality you would be creating if you're walking around thinking that money is the root of all evil and that when somebody has a lot of money, it then they're they're bad people or they're vain or they're materialistic. Um, why why would you want to walk around holding that belief when you could actually choose the belief that like oh if i have a lot of money which first of all that's possible because the very fact that millionaires exist it means that you could be a millionaire like it is a possibility for you um so i could claim that um i could claim that path and i could claim my like um ability to accumulate a lot of money in my business and then think about all of the amazing things that you could do if if you were somebody who was really wealthy like you could be um you know opening up like charities and you could be doing you could be like you'd be really generous with your money you could create a beautiful life for your family you could um like help your nieces and nephews and children pay for their college like there's just an infinite amount of good that could come from money so it really drives me crazy when people go around thinking that um, when, when we see people in the news who are being really greedy and vicious, who are, are rich, thinking that that is a result of them having money. No, like they're, they were already bad people. Like, like, I don't, I don't want to get political, but like Donald Trump would be Donald Trump if he was broke. It's just a fact. And when, <laughs> if you were a millionaire, you would still be you. Money just makes you more of who you are. Um, and unfortunately some bad people get a hold of a lot of money and they are able to amplify that bad into the world so why not counteract that by like amplifying good into the world by like 
becoming rich yourself and empowering other good people to be rich. Yeah, that's true. If I had more money, um, I would, I have like passion projects or like philanthropic projects that I would want to like become more involved with. And so it's really like, really like thinking about like, oh, how would my life be different if I had money and like thinking about the, like really focusing on like those good things that you would do or that other people do. Um, yeah. The, yes. Yes. I really like how you have that perspective. Yeah. And then the other kind of beliefs that we walk around with, um, First of all, we walk around with beliefs about money, um, which in themselves are limiting, and we have to, we're going to like have action steps at the end of the episode. Those are beliefs that you want to be addressing and taking inventory of. And then you're also holding beliefs about yourself. Um, and this is kind of goes back to, this is a really big part of my own personal journey with money. I have always associated my net worth, the amount of money in my bank account, my credit score with my own worth as a human being. Um, and there's a lot of like, I've, I've done all of the work and dug into like how I, how I somehow made that association during my childhood, which is like, it would be too boring for me to do that. But I have always associated money with my own personal self-worth, which has um, made me like look at my current circumstances, like look at like the amount of money I currently have in my bank account and seeing that as a reflection of what I'm capable of. Um, which like that's a belief um any any kind of belief that you're holding about yourself um based on your financial situation like you're going to keep manifesting more of that um so those are also beliefs that we want to be taking inventory of so beliefs that you have about money and beliefs that you have about your potential to um, attract money and attract wealth into your life um, those are you can intentionally choose those and then those will go on to create your reality through the law of attraction. <laughs> so. Yeah, and um, before we start talking about the law of attraction, something that you said really resonated with me. Um, so we both talked about um, how we associated or associate our net worth with self-worth, and I think that it's just so common. I mean, especially in the States, right? Because like, um, everyone has to have credit. Like, um, I remember after I graduated uni, this is all like people cared about were like their credit scores because um every situation is different but like um after you like you know like after you graduate uni um you have to get a car um and like maybe a mortgage or something like that or um even get an apartment right and some of the things like credit score really matters in the States. So um, a lot of people see their net worth, um, for example, after they graduated university and it's negative and they don't want to deal with it and they're scared to deal with it. Um, and so then that's just like kind of, we talk about going in downward spirals a lot, but that causes people to just go in a downward spiral because they don't want to face the negative net worth um, and they see the red, um, and they just like are scared to confront a uh, money mindset, and and so it's it's it makes it an additional hurdle. Um, so I think it's really good to stop um, to stop attaching your self worth to your net worth. Um, and so one of the ways that you um, 
recommend doing is to like really look into the law of attraction. And so we talked about law of attraction a little bit before we started recording. Um, but Fran, uh, can you explain what is law of attraction and how can someone implement uh, this into their business? Yeah, so the law of attraction is basically, it's the principle that beliefs create your reality or that your thoughts actually like manifest into reality. Um, so if you hold certain beliefs or attitudes about money, um, and if you like, so I have this, I, I heard this statistic once that like 97% of the thoughts that you think every day, you thought the day before as well. Um, so we go around telling ourselves these stories over and over and over again, and then they become really powerful and then they end up manifesting our, into our reality. And this can be explained like from a, a number of different perspectives. You could go in it from a psychological perspective. 99% of your behavior is run by your subconscious. Like 99% of the tiny decisions that you make every day are, um, they come from the part of your brain that you can't be aware of or control. And this is a good thing because like, you, you know, it would be a pain in the ass if you had to like re-remember how to like drive a car or like open a door or turn on a light every day like you just do those things without thinking about it but it's also important to be aware of that because like you are just operating on autopilot so much of the day you can also explain it from like a quantum physics perspective like the the universe is just like this infinite ball of potential and like whatever intention you project out into it just comes straight back to you so it's like a giant mirror um yeah like to you know bring it back to the basics like your beliefs create your reality the story the thoughts and stories that you tell yourself in your head over and over and over again are your reality so what do you do about this you choose your thoughts um and this takes a lot of work like you have to be really diligent with this stuff um because again like your brain moves so fast and you're really you're unaware of a lot of what's going on inside of your own head um well so yeah. yeah, you have to be really diligent about like, um, and it takes time. You have to become really aware of the thoughts and tendencies and beliefs and stories that are going on in your head and curate them to actually match who you want to be. Yeah, I really like that. And it does go to like the words that we choose. For example, um, a situation, like a single situation, right? Like, um, so I was telling you before this, <laughs> um, uh, yesterday I spilled food like on myself at the theater. And, um, so I could, I could either have said like, Oh shoot friend, like I spilled food on myself and it was so embarrassing and wow, that sucks. But instead I was like making it into a really playful story. And so this like kind of thing, the way that we depict what happens or the way that we experience what happens um, and the words that we choose to use and associate with events or beliefs or like our thoughts, um, they matter. You could either look at your first business expense or a business, um, a big business, a financial business decision as like this huge expense and oh like I can't afford this how am I going to afford this how is it like how am I going to make this work I already have all of these things you can like just like 
be like question everything and like feel negative about it like oh I don't deserve this um, or you can think about how a specific investment is going to um, is going to amplify your life and your business um, for example, I just invested in an iPad and already I'm receiving feedback a week later, less than a week later, um, that, um, oh, like this page that you created with this these illustrated elements is really cute, really good. And so um, I think like this, so basically this investment, it was a big investment and it was really hard for me to make the decision. But this investment is, I think, going to help amplify my work. Mm -hmm. Whereas me two years ago, three years ago, um, I was presented with an iPad that was like a fifth of the cost of this one. <laughs> and um, I, I was just like, oh, well, no, I can't spare. I can't spare this money. So yeah, yeah. Just like the, the words that I choose to associate with my decisions um, or the way that I see things and the way that I interact with. Yeah, the way that I interact with my day to day life. Um, these are really important. And like you said, Brand, they're subconscious. Like, um, our brain, I love how you mentioned, like, our brains move so fast. It's so true. Like, there are a lot of times where I catch myself, like, thinking something negative, and I have to be like, whoa, 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 whoa. girl, check yourself. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this is, I think this is really important, and this can be related to how we interact with money in our business and money thoughts in our business. Yeah, and I think what you just brought up is a really important um, way that I think business owners should start to think about money. Um, you made a huge investment, um, like, which again, like I should point out, like an iPad being a big investment, that's also a belief because like, think about, um, like Elon Musk, like he has a, a ton of money. He could buy like six iPads and he would see it as like chump change. Right. Um, but you know, so it's all about your perspective, whether or not something's a big investment, but what Krista chose to focus on was the opportunity that will come out of the investment, which I think is so important because this is not the way that we are trained to think at all in business owners have to start to think about money this way. When you start a business, you are, you are obligated to rewire the way that you think about money because as a business owner, you just have to think about money differently. You have to see large investments as an opportunity and, and you have to, I mean, you, you don't want to be like irresponsible and like spend a ton of money just for the hell of it. But you have to be in that mindset. Oh, of like, Oh, I'm going to spend, you know, a good amount of my money on this thing. But I believe that that money is going to come back to me through opportunities. When you go into it with that mindset, that is so, so important. And it's going to be so huge for your business. If you can, which again, like you don't want to, you don't want to judge yourself if you, find yourself falling into fear. Um, this isn't about being perfect. This is about being aware of the stories that you're telling yourself and inching yourself towards um, a more positive mindset um, and reminding yourself the truth behind what you're thinking. And another thing that I think Krista did really well, which we, this is actually from a, a previous podcast episode, which is the affiliate marketing for freelancers podcast episode. She talks about how she made like 40 cents on an Amazon affiliate commission and um, like, you know, you think 40 cents and I think a lot of people are like, um, okay, 40 cents, but Krista saw it and she was like, I just made money. Um, which like, 
you know, is an amazing attitude because then she was able to leverage that opportunity and she created, she's now has a lot of uh, residual income, um, which I think if you're getting your business started or if you're starting a new direction in your business, if you're launching a new product, um, not judging the amount of money that you bring in and realizing like, oh, I just attracted abundance in money through doing this thing. Um, and there's opportunity there instead of being like, oh, like it, what's not enough money. It's not because again, that's a belief. Totally. Oh yeah. Um, so Sheila Joy, who we interviewed on this po podcast before she used to, I don't know if she still does, but she used to record every, um, every sale that she made or every like income that she generated in her business. And I think that's really good. I think it's good to celebrate every sale that you make in your business because it's amazing. Um, and yeah, to really look at, um, to really look at these achievements, um, no matter if it's 44 cents, two cents, $200, whatever, as a celebration, because you are, you are creating and you're creating something and people see the value in it enough. You're communicating the value in something enough for people to trust you to make a purchase. Like that's amazing. Um, <laughs> and I think this is just, yeah, this is just, it's such a good way to apply to life in general. <laughs> yeah. It's all about perspective. And this is like, um, are you looking at your life as like, are you seeing the, it's the glass half full, glass half empty thing. Like, are you looking at your business finances or your own finances and being like, is it not, it's not enough? Or are you um, looking at it and, and being like, oh, like I'm grateful for the money that I have, which it, this can be hard. Like I, I have really been through the ringer when it comes to finances. I am not somebody who was properly trained in how to manage money. I started a business and became self-employed at 22. And um, I was, you know, I was irresponsible. I'm still like I, every, every day, every month, every year, I get better at the, the game of managing my money. Um, so like, I know what it feels like to really feel like you don't have enough money and to really live in lack and to, um, and to feel that pressure of, of not being okay financially. And um, I know how difficult it can be to come from a perspective of gratitude when you're in that position, but that is the best thing that you can be doing for yourself. Um, because as long this goes like this is the law of attraction here if you're walking around and you're focusing on the fact that you don't feel like you have enough money focusing on the fact that you, you may, maybe you're broke or your business isn't taking care of you um, you're going to manifest more of that um, and there's always something to be grateful for like I um, got into the practice of I just like Sheila did I didn't know Sheila was doing this too I saw this on a YouTube video once I write down I have an abundance log and I write down every penny that I make. Um, and I say, thank you for it. I like, thank if, if I know who it was that paid, you know, paid me for something, I say, thank you to the person. Or I say, thank you to like the program, if it's an affiliate sale. Um, and I write how much it is. And I like, you know, draw like a smiley face or something. And I really celebrate the money that I bring in because I believe that when I focus on that, more of it will come in. Oh, I love that. I, um, I need to get into that practice. I used to keep a spreadsheet of course, I love <laughs> Um 
where I would have like my goal for the month and then I would love updating it during the month. Like, oh yay, I am 90% of the way to my goal for website projects or something like that. Um, so I think it's really good. It's like, depending on how you, um, how you get gratification from achievements, like last on last week's episode, we talked to Megan Seeley, who um, she likes check marks, right? And just like, yeah, like finding ways that like really make you happy. It's just so like celebrate the achievement, like logging it in your abundance log. I think that's a great practice um, because then also um, you're not shaming yourself for making money. Like there, um, like there is this this talk of shame for um people associate ma even making money with shame i think it's because of what you were saying earlier like filthy rich and seeing like money is dirty um but then instead of like shaming yourself for like making money subconsciously shaming yourself um you're really celebrating yourself and that's a great practice yeah, and I, I personally just love writing things down with my hand, so, like, it makes me so happy to, like, look at, because I like to do, like, different, like, um, what is it, like, um, script font, like, script fonts. I like to do different types of handwriting, like, and I like to be artsy about it um, and make it something, like, really pretty and fun, um, something I look forward to doing whenever I, like, make money. Um, and Krista loves spreadsheets, so, like, find a way that, like, makes you really happy to do that. Um, yeah, and it, it helps you, it kind of trains you to look at money in a more positive light, because Krista was saying a little bit earlier in the episode that, um, like, we graduate from college, and we're like, oh my god, like, I don't have any money, my net worth is really low, um, my credit score's bad, I don't want to deal with all of this stuff, and um, what, again, like, if we ignore something, then we're, like, giving some of our power away from it, and we're also, like, when we're telling ourselves all of these stories about, like, um, I don't have enough money or like I'm young and I don't have enough assets and like all that stuff. Um, we're then manifesting more of that reality. And I um, like, I really saw this with a lot of my close friends when I graduated from college, cause I got a degree in theater and um, theater is just a, 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 it's a field where people are, the money mindset in the theater world is really, really poor. Like you work really hard in theater for a very small amount of money. And I brought a lot of that mindset into my business when I first started it. I was charging really low because everybody in theater is conditioned to be like, oh, like I can't accept a whole lot of pay because I'm like taking money away from the project and stuff like that. Um, but I saw my friends go from being these big dreamers with all of, with all of these things that they wanted to accomplish to then reality kind of hitting them when they graduated um, and then them defining themselves as not being worthy of the things that they wanted because they had to like take these low paying jobs and then they weren't going to have and I almost fell into that too like that's just a mindset that I think a lot of college students have and then some majors are worse than others like if you go into theater or fine arts um, we're literally conditioned to believe that we're worth less if we do like theater as opposed to like medicine you know which again that is a belief like <laughs> i don't even i feel like i got a little off track from the point i was actually making but yeah <laughs> so i think we are on the same wavelength because i think it's really important to emphasize that um 
the way that we interact with money is a part of like the stories that we tell ourselves. So if you're telling yourself like, oh, I don't have enough money to make this investment in your business, like that's just a story that you're telling yourself. Or, um, oh, well, I, I don't really want to take from my business because I don't deserve it or like there's not enough that's coming in. Um, that's a story that you're telling yourself. That's a story that I told myself, by the way. It took me a year before I started paying myself for my business. But the truth is like, um, well, the truth for me was, I put a lot into my business, just like you are putting a lot into your business. So it's okay for you to accept what your business is giving you. Um, and so just, there are a lot of different ways that you can improve your money mindset. But Fran, what do you recommend for someone to get started improving the stories that they tell themselves in regards to money? Okay, so there's a three-step process here. Um, the first one is going to be the, the hardest one, which is reflect on your beliefs. So I, I definitely suggest like maybe taking that money archetype quiz just to get the wheels turning of um, what your tendencies might be. Um, I do this thing, a lot of people like, they, this sounds really overwhelming when I talk about it, but I've done it before and it works. I carry a notepad with me for like two, three days and I write down every single thought that comes into my head. I know like, I know that sounds insane, but it works so, so well. And it makes you so aware of, if you've never like done any kind of mindset work at all, like it's a really great place to start, even though it sounds crazy. Um, or just like maybe sit down and, and brain dump everything that you believe or think about money and about your, um, your like, um, worthiness of having money. Like you can maybe sit down and like do like a five minute meditation. Um, and then, then do a brain dump, just kind of like center yourself and then like just dump out everything that you're thinking. Um, so yeah, the first thing you want to do is you want to get all of that stuff out of your head and onto like a piece of paper or a Google doc of like, like what are your beliefs about money? Um, and then you're going to go through all those beliefs and you're going to choose which ones you want to keep. How do you know which ones you want to keep? Well, which beliefs make you feel um, like your life has possibility? Which, which one of those beliefs makes you feel abundant and worthy and happy? Um, like what, which, what, which of those beliefs actually make you feel good? Um, and then which beliefs do you have that make you feel bad, make you feel limited, make you feel unworthy? Um, those are beliefs that you want to like cross out and, and do away with. Um, so then you've chosen, you've, you've dumped out all of your beliefs. You've, uh, and then you've chosen which ones you want to keep and which ones you don't want to keep. Um, I mean, I'm a big fan of like burning things. So if you want to like, <laughs> you want to like, like ritually burn all of your negative beliefs about money, I'm totally, um, in support of that. Um, the beliefs that you want to keep, um, also, what you can do is you can rewrite your negative beliefs. So like, um, let's say you believe that you are not worthy of charging X amount of dollars for your products or services in your business. You can change that. Um, you can write affirmations of like, oh, like I'm worth this amount of money. I'm so excited to provide this amount of value to my clients. Um, just and, and then you're going to that kind of goes into the next step. You're going to write affirmations um, about money that make you feel good. Um, so like money brings opportunity into my life or I am worthy of making 
um, you know, I'm worthy of making a large abundance of money in my business. Um, money flows to me easily. Um, opportunities to make money are always with me. Just like write affirmations that make you feel good about money. And then um, you can, you know, read them over every morning or every evening before you go to bed. You can tape them to your wall or put them on your desk. Um, just like put them somewhere or, or build them into your day in a way that you can be interacting with them regularly. So that's a good place to start. Yeah, I really like that. And I like that um, one of your suggestions is to like every time you think about money to just like write down like this is this is what I'm thinking about it this is how I'm reacting to it this is how I feel about it um, because then um, because these thoughts are really quick and even um, even in this past week or these past few weeks I've picked up on different ways that I interact with money and um, so it's really it so I think this is a very good practice because um, even when you're free writing you might not be totally aware of everything like of course yeah um but um i really like the practice of becoming super aware of um of what you believe and um what you believe isn't wrong but um we can all always improve and so when you're aware of your how you currently interact with money and your current beliefs with money then um you can decide um, how you want to move forward and how you want to grow with those current beliefs. Yeah, you make a couple of really good points, which are things that we should um, definitely leave our audience with. So first of all, um, there is no right or wrong beliefs. There are just beliefs that work and beliefs that don't work. Um, so like, that means you get to choose your beliefs. And then also the, the point that I made towards the middle of the episode, you're constantly manifesting. Um, or I don't know if I actually, I think I said this before we hit record, you're constantly manifesting. Um, when you look around to your reality and your current circumstances, you have manifested every single piece of that. Um, whether you consider it to be good or bad, like you manifested it. Um, so do you want to continue manifesting unconsciously or do you want to choose your beliefs and then consciously manifest and mold your reality based on the beliefs that work for you? I love how you're saying we're always manifesting because it's true. If you think about it, like, like you said, our beliefs and what we're thinking, they shape our reality. I totally agree. Um, kind of just like when a couple is in a fight and two of them both have different experiences, it's because of the language that they're using, right? To think about the fight and to shape the fight. Um, they both um, see it from two different perspectives and so with yeah to come to um, I don't know like less conflict or to come to an agreement um, it's to be able to like let like figure out how those experiences interact and how those two different um, perspectives yeah how those two different perspectives um, overlap basically, right? And so the same can be um, said about um, your, the way that you're always manifesting, you're choosing your thoughts and the, the words that you choose to use are really important. The, um, so that's why I think these journal exercises are really good because then you become aware of the way that you're thinking about money and the way that you see money and the way that you interact with money. Like, 
are you charging enough? Do you have trouble accepting money? Why? Why is that? Um, I see a lot of creatives who are so freaking talented, so talented, who who say they don't want to charge for anything because they just want to give. Why though? Like, why is that? What is it because is it because um is it because there's this pride with with creating just for good cause? Like what is what is what is behind that? Um so we all have these ways that we interact with money, the ways that we accept money that um deserve further exploration, especially in order for us to grow. Yeah, and I love how you use the relationship analogy because we all have a relationship with money and it is a relationship and it almost is like a two-way street because money has things that it gives and takes from us and then we have things that we give and take from money. So I love it. Um, and again, so this topic is a wormhole. Like um, we have scratched the surface of it. Um, I happen to have read probably upwards of 15 to 20 books about money mindset my favorite ones are, um, the first one is You Are a Badass at Making Money. If you want to explore this topic further, um, the author is Jen Sincero. It is a fantastic book. I couldn't recommend it enough. It is actually what started me on my money mindset journey. Um, it's really like entertaining and well-written and just fun. And it really takes these principles and puts them in a very digestible way. And I'm going to put a, a couple other um, of recommended readings in the show notes, but I'll just tell you my second favorite one, which is Think and Grow Rich. This book is over a hundred years old, but it's still relevant today. I, it was written by a student of Andrew Carnegie, and it's all about the principles of how somebody can get really, really rich and make a big impact in the world. So um, if you have been sparked by this topic, first of all, there's a reason for that, because I believe that when you are exposed to like money mindset or topics like this, it's because your higher self or the universe is like guiding you towards that because it's time for you to claim some power. Um, so if you feel inspired, go with it and check out these readings. Awesome. What great recommendations. Um, I, yeah, I definitely have to check these out because um, I love, I love talking about money. Let's be honest. Um, <laughs> Um, I and um, it started with uh, me feeling really suppressed because none of my friends wanted to download um, <laughs> this budget tool that I really love. <laughs> Sorry, Krista. <laughs> We um, did it to you in New Zealand too, the, the splitwise thing. <laughs> oh my god, it's a story of my life. Like no one wants to talk about money with me. So um, I guess I just have to um, force <laughs> force you to record money mindset episodes with me and um, read books that you can This is how I'll get friends to talk about money with me. <laughs> oh yeah, though there's likely going to be more of these um, episodes on this topic in the future. Maybe we'll um, you know, do one once every couple of months because there's just so much to talk about and I could talk about this for hours. <laughs> yeah, um, if I'm being honest, I already added to our um, in, uh, our episode ideas list of managing biz finances for freelancers, so that should be an upcoming episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so awesome. Um, this is a really fun episode to record. Uh, let us know, slide into our DMs or join our Facebook community and let us know, like, what are your money beliefs? What are you going to tackle? 
next, right? Um, we'd love to know how this episode transformed the way that you think about money, or if it didn't transform the way you didn't think about money, then, um, um, sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, well, yeah, um, I think it's really it's really interesting for me to talk deeply with people about how they think about money and where their money beliefs come from. So don't be afraid to slide into our DMs. And until next time, aloha. See you next week.